Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to this week's Man of the Post as part of the World Football Index. Uh, I'm your host, Chris. Uh, with me all the way from New York, I've got Jesse. Hi! How are you? Um, I'm excited to be back with you guys. Cool. Well, it's exciting to have you back on. Um, and just as equally as glamorous as New York, we've got from Northampton, Ryan. Thanks. You know what? I'm, I'm really impressed that you're trying to play Northampton off as glamorous like New York. It does sound glamorous to New Yorkers, I have to say. Well, Chris sent me a story on Twitter the other day about a, <laughs> a woman getting an ASBO and she's not allowed to enter McDonald's or like a Weatherspoons, and that's a pub here. So she's basically not allowed to go anywhere where there are public people, and that's not <laughs> the police herself. And ASBO is an antisocial behaviour order, so she's yes. not allowed by law or by court order to go within particular places at particular times. So Ryan's chances of meeting her have narrowed considerably. It's very upsetting, <laughs> I'll tell you that much. His odds of meeting her is probably as, as uh, great as her finding her teeth. If I say <laughs> I have that, then can I not go to work and spend my whole week watching football and, and drinking tea? you got an, a work house, but that would be good, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you'd be leaving Northampton, so you want you to go to Sunny Lutworth to get married. Yeah. Well, well, when, not, when is the wedding? August 25th. Is it? Okay. Yes. A Chelsea plane? No. Not, well, not yet. <laughs> it's a yeah, Friday. You, so, it's a Friday, so hopefully check not. Did to make sure? That no, it was I didn't think about it, because I thought if I said, oh, Chelsea might be playing, I thought there might not be a wedding, so I thought, you know, probably a good idea. My um, ex-boyfriend was an Arsenal fan, which is maybe the reason that he's an ex-boyfriend, and I feel like... If we had made it to a wedding, that would have had to be on the calendar. Would you have walked down the aisle in your Spurs top? Because that's white. Absolutely. Him in his Arsenal top waiting for you at the end of the aisle. I would not have walked <laughs> down the aisle if you were in his Arsenal kit. So they have to put that as part of the vows. You know, you plan to support your other half team. Yes, and it would have been, oh, no. Nope, can't. Can't nope. do it. My wedding day <laughs> fell upon the day that Leicester Tigers got to the European Cup final and um my friend was at the back of the um was at the back of the church and she'd got an earpiece in and she was coughing at important points when Tigers scored. <laughs> my wife was absolutely mental when she found out. <laughs> but you're still married, so that's true love. I was still married, yeah, still married. Well, it was also tested the day that my wife's waters broke just as Liverpool were about to kick off their first game of the season. Oh, and and your first child, Luis Suarez, was born <laughs> on that day. <laughs> if only. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, so it's mainly going to be um, Premier League this week we're talking about because we had midweek games and there's obviously games this coming weekend. So we'll start at Anfield, shall we, Ryan? Seems we've got the man on the post derby. Yeah. Uh, Liverpool won, Chelsea won. Uh, I wouldn't say it's a miracle we got a point against you, but there was large proportions of the game where I thought it's just not going to happen because you scored, and Liverpool seemed to have this thing, and there was a guy in the crowd that pointed this out to Klopp as well. Um, They would get the ball, and they would pass it either into midfield or they'd pass it back to the centre circle rather than passing it out wide in some kind of attacking form. And it drove me absolutely mental. I'm not surprised, really. I mean, that that says a lot, really, doesn't it, about the sort of the confidence levels of Liverpool at the moment, doesn't it? Or would you know? Don't want to be too expansive. Yeah, I just mean, keep I'm, it nice and cautious. I wasn't wanting them to go long or anything like that. I was just wanting to do something positive with it. Yeah. Excellent. 
yeah, yeah, you do want them to be positive. <laughs> it was it was an interesting game. I mean, obviously the cost to miss uh, for the penalty, we should have probably won from that. But you know, that, it, it is what it is with Costa at the moment. He he's very streaky. He's scoring lots of goals, but his performances aren't matching his uh, level of uh, the amount of goals he's got. It was very quiet. Can I, can I just ask whether that was a penalty? Was that a penalty? I thought no and shouted a rude word at the telly and then I saw the replay and I thought it was. Yeah. I think it was as well. What did you think, okay. Jesse? Um, I, I definitely thought not at... F- for I... Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> it was definitely an embellished penalty. I mean, I think Matip got got his foot clipped him, but I think... Either Costa was looking to be an Olympic diver um, <laughs> or looking to make a really great documentary about Olympic divers. Did he have to flop like that? Uh, he was in the penalty area, so I suggest he probably would do, yeah. yeah. Not, I'm not saying it's morally right or anything like that, but you you know, you know, do what you do, don't you? They say, you know, if you're in the box and you feel contact, then go down. Otherwise, the, ref- well, the, the referee <laughs> won't give it otherwise. It was. Ju- I mean, he could have hurt himself. That was like, you're looking for a, a broken nose there. Yeah, well, that's right. His nose is already messed up anyway. So <laughs> it's not like he's Brad Pitt, is it? No, no it was almost like he was looking for a card. It was so theatrical. Yeah. Well, don't um, so Mingle saved six out of his last fourteen penalties. At least he did something, right? I guess. Yeah. Or should we, should we talk about the David Luiz goal? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that whole situation because so I was out. I went to the casino and they had the game. You on. went where? The casino. Did you? Gambling do they have those in Northampton? They do, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Only two. What did you and play? They're not exactly the highest class prices. Um, I played some roulette and I played blackjack and lost all of my money. So you know, it's almost like time. if you go there, you don't win, and it's like a complete lot of fools errand we, going in the first place. Weird that we were we were in and out within an hour. Like it was that bad. Um, but yeah, the, the game was on, and I sort of just looked, and I was so confused watching. In the replays because it was on a massive screen and so yeah David Luiz stepped up for the free kick and just here and I was like oh hang on what what just happened there <laughs> and then even the replays I was like I still don't really get what happened and I'm sure the Liverpool players are probably still thinking the same to be honest well Jesse there's three schools of thoughts about this first one fantastic thinking by David Luiz uh, second school of thought is Summer Mingley what a dunce and the third school of thought <laughs> which I subscribe to because I'm a goalkeeper is it's not Summer Mingley's fault because while he's not looking at the ball, he's trying to organise his wall and he's trying to organise his defence. And they were so busy twatting around that <laughs> Mingale just... He, he, he couldn't concentrate because they weren't listening to him. So first, I just really, really, really love the way you're pronouncing Mingale's last name. It's making me so happy and giggle. <laughs> what am I doing um, wrong? I don't know, but I really enjoy it. Um, Maybe because you're pronouncing the G very it's heavily. Like, it's like Mengele a little bit. <laughs> Mingale. How do you say it? <laughs> I just want a Belgian person to call in. Um, I know we can't do that, but I want it to happen. Um, I because I'm going to so in... pick you up on everything. <laughs> it's, it's fair. You could do it. Um, I I because I'm living in New York, where we are slightly um, on on a heightened political level right now. Heard a fourth um, school of thought, which is that nobody is good um, or as good at building a wall. <laughs> As we are. And so that's <laughs> what happened. Um, the wall sort of fell apart. Um, and I'm not sure if that's just because min- now I can't say it. <laughs> Minule, uh had an issue communicating to the back line or Liverpool's defense is oof, um, just what's been happening with the defense this season. Um, but, but were they, conf- I mean, William did step over first. Maybe they were confused, but they shouldn't have been confused. This is like a pretty simple tactic. Somebody well, referee... steps up, the other person takes the kick. The referee blown his whistle as well. Yeah, I was going to say, it was a very standard free kick. It wasn't like, because obviously I couldn't hear it, so I thought, as William touched the ball to start the play, I, d- oh, I don't I understand pretty... why everyone's so confused, because it's just, from, you know, first being, it's just a standard free kick, and Mignolet's in, in no man land. No, um, I mean, it was a good but it was, like yeah. you said, this is nothing we haven't seen before. Nobody, like, did a weird dance move or, you know, 
the hokey pokey. This is it's not... No, no one shouted, hey, look over there, and distracted right. everyone. <laughs> right, a bird didn't land on anyone's head. Like, they should have been prepared for this. No. I think you're I'm right, though, Chris. I think those. it was... I mean, you know, he was trying to organise his defence, but because they weren't moving and they weren't doing what he, he wanted, you know, he, he wasn't able to focus on the free kick coming in. Mm. Exactly. And then Firmino wasted those two chances. He had that one where he sort of skied it onto the roof of the stand oh. and then the header at the end as well. Yeah. That was terrible. I do but like Firmino, guys, but... Mignolet has been... So ever since Carrius had those, what was it, like two issue, two games with a mm. couple of issues, they've put Mignolet back in. Is this going to be... Like, is Klopp going to suddenly lose faith again and switch his goalies? Like, what's going to happen here? I hope not, because I don't entirely think it was his fault. It's half and half, I think. I think, yes, his defence should have been, uh, you know, moving when he wanted them to, but at the same time, he must be aware of, of the situation that's happening and be ready for any opportunity and ready for anything. Yeah. Um, well, look, let's give Chelsea a bit of credit here. Uh, Ngola Kante was uh, outstanding, as Brenda would say. Um, they're nine, mm-hmm. nine points clear of Spurs, and this weekend they are at home to Arsenal, where, of course... Their magnificent run began, didn't it, Ryan, when they had the 3-0 reverse? Yes, uh, the start of... It's sort of weird thinking back on it, that result, that game was so negative. There was a couple of uh, journalists claiming, without evidence, that Chelsea were ready to sack Conte after that result. But, again, I don't think that's been uh, founded with anything. But it's weird to think back where we were then to where we are now. And I mean, this is the Cesc Fabregas derby, which everyone's been talking about, and even though he's been back several times. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm sure there's Czech. more as well. Ashley Cole, P- yeah, Peter Check, yeah, yeah. Can't think of anyone now. But yeah, <laughs> it's, um, it'll be a really interesting game, and I think with whatever whatever's going on with Wenger as well, whether he's going to be in the Chelsea stands or what, I, d- I don't know if that's going to make a difference, but. I don't know how it's going to go. I don't know whether the feeling of the 3-0 is going to come back and we're going to sort of lose it or whether we're going to come up with this formation and we're just going to steamroll them. I think the latter. I think. What do you think, Jesse? I absolutely... I don't think there's any way that Chelsea will I will lose this game. I, I agree with you guys. I think N'Golo Kante has been in, in a team of incredible players, one of their best players, um... Because he's been almost like invisible. He's been setting up everybody else for really amazing. If you could see my hands right now, you would see exactly what he's been doing because I'm showing you. Um, and also, you know, I don't know if Ramsey is going to still be injured um, for the Chelsea match, but I, th- I don't think Arsenal is at full strength. You know, they will not have Wenger, so <laughs> obviously that will sap them um but i just don't think they've been arsenal's not been playing like a team they've sort of been playing like they haven't like they've been um still finding what works for them and they haven't really found that yet well sanchez is getting a bit fed up isn't he he's um been sort of wafting his hands in the air um because he just does care because it players aren't passing <laughs> the ball to him or yeah he's getting kind of shorts a lot more than usual <laughs> yeah he is so he's getting he's cutting a very frustrated figure and of course he's you know he's their best player so you don't want that do you not at all and and that's a really interesting situation with arsenal is this development of sanchez and ozil's contracts and, and how that's affecting things and to see sanchez you know the, the player he is and the quality he is to be this sort of really depressed character on the on the pitch is quite worrying for them, I think. Yeah, I mean, they, what did they do? They, it was two 0 they were down, wasn't it, when they lost? Um, in the eventually, it was two one to to Watford, Watford wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, Benga said they mentally weren't ready. Um, I know Perez hit the bar as well, uh, but that was Watford's first Premier League win in seven, so it give them a bit of credit. Did anybody see the Arsenal fan with the selfie stick? No, no. This was peak Arsenal. Have you, you do you watch Arsenal fan TV? No. Have you ever seen any of it? I've seen bits here and there. The weirdos outside the ground getting really yeah, upset. Yeah, yeah. Well, this guy took a selfie stick into the ground and he pointed it at the cr- at the pitch and then pointed it back at himself in the selfie kind of way um, and said, you know, Wenger, what the F is this? This isn't effing good enough. Blah, blah. It was just <laughs> peak Arsenal. It was just absolutely crazy. Um 
I honestly fear for them. Well, I don't fear. I couldn't give a toss either way. But you know, I, I, <laughs> I don't think they're going to. I think they're going to get a bit of a pace in this weekend. I honestly do. If Wenger is claiming publicly they're mentally weak, um, something is definitely wrong there. So is he blaming his own? Pl- how is he not taking credit for that though? He should be taking some kind of blame as the manager, shouldn't he? He's the one that should be making sure they're mentally in the right place. Yeah. Um, Liverpool, though, they're going to be way at Hull, who, um, they're a bit resurgent under Marco Silva, aren't they? Do you remember when everyone was very sniffy about them, Brian? Um, Paul Merson and Phil Thompson. I think everyone was. I mean, even I said, you know, who, who this manager was that came in out of nowhere, and it was all a bit like, oh, I'm not sure if this is going to work, you know, based on the other managers that are on the market. But fair play to him and, and Hull, they've, they've definitely turned it around. Is that the sound the of games Brian are... eating his words? Um, foreign manager hating Ryan. Uh, foreign. <laughs> <laughs> I won't go that far. Um, to be, but no, to be fair to them, they've they've really turned it around, and even in the games they've lost, they've looked impressive, and they've they've looked like they've been working hard. So fair play to to him and the team. Yeah, well, they drew nil nil with Manchester United on um, ooh, some night this week. They'll blend into one eventually. Um, <laughs> but Manchester United against promoted teams at Old Trafford this season have had 85 shots and scored only two goals. I think they're kind of their shots. keeper too. 85 shots, yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, the whole goalkeeper did have a good game though. Well, wow, did he? Did anybody see Zlatan's comments afterwards? No. Um... Jukovic, he made six saves uh, throughout the match. Uh, Ibrahimovic said that he was showing off a bit and made some of the saves for the cameras and some of his saves weren't that good and it was down to Manchester United missing because Ibrahimovic has never done anything for the cameras. You're right, so he no, should no. just not have made those saves instead? <laughs> yeah, he should have just let, he should have let the ball go in. <laughs> yeah. <past him. laughs> Maintain his dignity. <laughs> and it wasn't it, not just Latham saying things after the game. Have you seen Mourinho's interview? Yeah. Oh, that's... Guys, can we? Should we? Should we talk about his haircut? <laughs> I've had them this week, so that's not. Is your haircut a privilege, though? Because Mourinho said his haircut was a privilege. Guys, I don't really understand what this means. No, I got my haircut at a place called Jabba the Cut. <laughs> <laughs> that's um, a great name. It's brilliant. That's really, really. Great. <laughs> uh, I don't think a haircut is ever a privilege, is it? I didn't really understand what that meant. I don't, no. think, it, I don't think he makes any sense at the moment. That's I the think... post-match interview that I saw with Mourinho. Was you that he already walked out. Oh, God. No, but you... Carry on. No, you carry on. Oh, oh thanks. After you um... said <laughs> <laughs> um, No, it was just after, after the game, it was Mourinho said, oh, I, I don't like to complain about the opposition. You know, they, they did their part. Pretty much saying they played really defensive. They did what they had to do to win, type thing he said. And uh, to draw, sorry, they did what they did. You know, getting a point for them is great. Getting a point for us is terrible. <laughs> and I don't know, he, he's losing the plot again. And he's complaining a little bit about Martial as why he didn't play. And he, he, he gave a very frosty interview. I think him and Pep Guardiola are at the same school of interviews at the moment. Um, yes, he said to the BBC cameraman, if you don't know about football, you will ask that question. You shouldn't be holding that microphone. You don't know anything about oh. football. Yeah, the people were sort of saying, do you think, uh, I think it was Niasi, should have been sent off. He said, why don't you write your own opinions and not put mine up or something. I think rather with some justification, he's a bit miffed about the whole Wenger thing, um, pushing the fourth official. Imagine if that was Wenger that pushed, the uh, Mourinho that pushed the fourth official. That would be a stadium band minimum. Yeah, he, he has got some justification there. He has in the past, I think, gotten a lot worse punishments than say, maybe Ferguson would have got or, you know, any other manager in, in the league. Um, so I don't, I don't know why that is. I, whether they just don't like him, I don't know. Um, but it, it's, it's justified, but you still don't say it, I guess. Right. I, maybe that's why. It's just, it's like, he doesn't know when to be diplomatic and hold his tongue. I Yes, or he's a very sore loser. Right. I mean, if you think it and you feel it, also just know when to not express it. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. 
Uh, well, look, we'll end this bit on a positive note because Marco Silva, the man you hate, Ryan, um, <laughs> <laughs> he's got four points in his three Premier League games. He's he's done okay, isn't he? Absolutely, yeah. They've been good. That's praise indeed. Good. <laughs> <laughs> they've been they've been okay. <laughs> um. Yeah, we talked about Arsenal versus Watford because Watford next are playing Burnley, who beat Leicester City one 0 with a Sam Vokes goal in the 87th minute. Was it slightly handball? Who's seen this one? I saw that one. Was it? I, I was just shocked. And Leicester is so not um, Leicester being good at being Leicester. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> oh, maybe they are being good at being Leicester, and this is where they should be. True. True. Yeah. Um, um, and I and Ushoa saying that he's just not going to play for them but it's just they're all sort of falling apart at the seams right now well there's other players at the club apparently who have fallen out with Ranieri um other players at the club who have got famous dads who sometimes play in goal as well oh really who who could that be mm. that sounds like uh huh, I don't know mm. we never know <laughs> <laughs> we'll let the listeners make their own mind up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the man whose sperm won the Premier League before Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's a fifth home win in a row for uh, Burley, who have got 28 out of their 29 Premier League points at home, and they're now ninth. Leicester are uh, 16th, two points off the bottom three. Anyone think Leicester are going to get relegated? Uh, no. It's, it's a tough one. I think when the knockout stage comes around for the Champions League, that will be a very interesting couple of weeks. Uh, um, if they do well, if, if they get really sucked into that competition, then yes, mm-hmm. I think they could easily be relegated. If not, then I think they'll probably just be okay. Um, I, I can't see Sunderland and the teams around Leicester being good enough to, to, to drag Leicester fully into that place. I mean, they're very, very close. Mm. But I see Leicester picking up some points here or there if they're not sucked into the Champions League. I think it's more about the teams around. Yeah, I agree. It's more about the teams around them than than them. I think there are just other teams that that will go down. Deserve to be relegated, like yeah. Sunderland. <laughs> Their next three Premier League games are home to Manchester United, away to Swansea, home to Liverpool, with Champions League and an FA Cup fourth round replay versus. Um, Derby County, which, you know, there's no love lost there. Um, it's sandwiched in between. Oof, maybe I take it back. Mm. It's, it's very tough. Even the Swansea result, which, you know, a couple of a few weeks ago you might have said, oh, well, Leicester should be all right. Swansea have been a little bit on the up and up recently. So, right. it, you know, there's no easy games in the Premier League, and I think Leicester are finding that out to be even more the case this time around. If there's no easy games in the Premier League, what about teams that play Leicester? True. <laughs> it does um, feel like that, so, to be honest. <laughs> well, look, what else we've got? We've got Stoke 1, Everton 1. Peter Crouch, 100 goals. Got Yay! to do his little robot. It's good, isn't it? I miss it. Right, it's really unbelievable. I don't know why. Just because been, he's been around for so long. I guess it, it's believable in that sense. But because he's been such on the fringe for, for what I feel like is the past couple of years, to score and still be like, yeah, I've scored 100 goals... It makes you realise how many he scored when he was sort of, you know, in his prime a few years ago. He is 36. And how many clubs has he had? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 12 including loans. Wow. He's been, he started his career at Tottenham. So, that 1998. So, 19 years he's been a professional footballer. And it's funny because so many of his ex-clubs still sort of express love and, and take credit for him, which is really nice and just sort of goes to show what a hopefully real nice guy he is but it was nice to see the the how many people showed him doing the robot in his old jerseys oh yeah yeah 42 england games ryan how many have a guess how many goals i think it's quite high because if i remember rightly i've always at the time i was always questioned why he didn't get into the team is it sort of 25ish no not as impressive 20 not as impressive oh okay yeah all right, isn't it? Yeah, I thought it was at least sort of one into, uh, yeah, one into. Yeah. Well, look, uh, Everton and Dexter at home to Burnley. Stoke are away at West Brom in the side of Berahino Derby. He's only just left. He's got to go back again. Oh. <laughs> uh, so 
kicked off there, hasn't it? Bulis surprisingly showing a bit of emotion. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen this, Jesse? No. Go on, run, explain. Uh, so, from what I've seen, um, I think someone asked Tony Pulis, you know, do you think Mark Hughes is the right man to, to help Sardar Berahino realise his potential? And Tony Pulis said words pretty close to, I don't care, he's not my <gasps> player anymore. And so, something that? to that effect, or I don't give a damn, effectively. And then amongst his time sat on the sidelines at West Brom, he served an eight-week drugs ban. <laughs> yep. Which Mark Hughes had to be like, yeah, he served it, but you know he's okay to play now. I tell you what, if you've been treated as badly as Sardar Berahino, you can probably understand getting a bit fed up and seeking some solace elsewhere. Absolutely. Oh, mean. Considering that, you mean. know, sorry, really, me. Yeah, who from? Who's mean? Tony Pulis. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Sorry, I was trying to be sympathetic towards him. <laughs> Chris is so mean. <laughs> oh no 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 no! How oh, no. dare he seek solace? <laughs> Yeah, I don't believe anyone deserves solace. <laughs> no, how dare they? <laughs> Jesse gets no solace, nobody does. <laughs> well, speaking That's of... terrible. I know. Poor Tider. Uh, well, look, wow. speaking of no solace, uh, Sunderland nil, Spurs nil. Oh, God. Uh, I don't get solace from this one. Tell us about it, then. I tell, we'll, we'll, you lie on the couch, me and Ryan will be your therapist. <laughs> yeah. You be Charlie Brown, we'll be Lucy. How did okay. the game make you feel? Well, guys, um, I feel I feel like when your best chance comes from defender Victor Wanyama, you just need better chances. <laughs> um, and I feel like I just need Hugo Lloris and Danny Rose to get better. That's how I feel. Well, Spurs had seventy. I'm not totally sold on Victor Jansen, and I feel like I'm going to get yelled at for that one, but I'm just not. No, I think that's a widely held opinion, isn't it, Roy? Yeah, I think so. Like, he, he's not hit the mark yet, I'd say. He just—he feels like he's like a puzzle piece that doesn't click into the rest of the team well. Like, he comes from another puzzle. All his goals have come from penalties. Maybe this is some kind of thing he's trying to keep going himself. Maybe. He, if I miss all the chances, I can be known as the penalty man. Yeah. <laughs> You're not James Milner, Victor Jansen. <laughs> Uh, Spurs have got 73% possession in the first half, but only one shot. Like that. I mean, you had all the possession and, like, no inspiration. And we do this. Like, we're really, really great and then slack off. And And then what? And then, like, just slack off. Like, something something doesn't... Oh, no. I don't know what it is that I think I... (laughs) Whatever everybody thought I said, I swear I didn't say that. Um, Something just doesn't happen where... It's sort of like everybody's playing on different dimensions. Like Ericsson and Ali are 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 not playing on the same field. Like just just everybody doesn't. It's like everybody needs to go out to breakfast before games together and hold hands and and just do an icebreaker and remember that they love each other. And that didn't happen on this before this match. Do you want to see Jan Vertonghen in a meadow with Harry Kane lacing daisies in each other's hair? I do. I want to see everybody like you know going to Pochettino's house for a cafe con leche and like giggling together as they like walk into the stadium with their arms around each other's shoulders. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? Nice. Yeah. For some reason I can't see that happening. Just oh, that that does happen. No. I, I feel like that happens, okay. right? Yeah. yeah. I, I can't imagine Harry Kane doing culture. And like <laughs> and like Deli Alley is sort of is like on top of Kyle Walker's shoulders and they're just like laughing as they Yeah, this is I I have I should stop now before it gets worse. Have they got puppies with them as well? Yes. <laughs> and their puppies are all named after each other. You know, <laughs> someone's like... that. Right, but like then... Hugo's puppy's name is Jan. <laughs> <laughs> I think you'd have that and then Dali Ali would just wave to any camera he can. <laughs> right? That stupid thing that I see every week on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> He's never going to get over that. Uh, Sundant, um it was quite a good draw for them, but they're now still five points from safety because everybody else around them seemed to draw or win as well. And Jot Rodwell, 37 starts, zero wins. Mm. And one he also red card. Yeah, didn't he do something a bit naughty, if I remember rightly? Didn't he, didn't he hack someone down? Yeah, he should have got a red card, shouldn't he, Jesse? Yeah. I mean, I thought so, but I'm also biased. No, I, saw, pretty, I saw the clip like, and it, it looked pretty disgusting. Sort of it just... did, right? 
It mm. wasn't just, a, oh, I'm going to block you off from, from getting past me as a counter. It was literally like, you're running, I'm going to trip you up. And take out your ankles, yeah. yeah, they, yeah. Um, I did not know that Javier Manquillo is on loan from Atletico Madrid, so they're going to have to do some... And I, I thought he was actually one of their most useful players this match, so they're going to have to do some like wiggling and maybe contract maneuvering if they want to keep him. I don't think maybe he'd want to stay. In the championship. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, Sunderland are going to avoid the championship should they um, well, go one step to do it if they uh, beat Palace this weekend. This is a big sound dog, isn't it? <gasps> Did you see his shimmy? No. Uh, Christian Benteke had a, that goal was beautiful, but Sam Allardyce, when he like did the, the Hillary Clinton shimmy shimmy celebration, was maybe my favourite moment. I'm Googling this after Everybody we're done. Everybody Google yeah. this. It's so great. Sam Melody, shimmy, shimmy, shimmy. I'm imagining she'd do it with more grace. <laughs> no. <laughs> Big Sam would do it with a pint of wine and his tie sort of halfway down his shirt. <laughs> uh, well, no wins in five for Sunderland, but they wanted their last two visits to Selhurst Park, and Palace have only got seven points at home this season. Now, Big Sam hasn't had the Big Sam effect, has he? But they beat Bournemouth. Why? They they beat Bournemouth two 0 away, didn't they? So they, they he, got, he got his first win, didn't he? So let's be a little bit fair to him there. Yeah, I mean, he definitely started off pretty poorly, but they're definitely on the up now. Yeah. Um, whether it's actually going to continue on that trend is a different story. I don't think Palace. I, I just don't know what it is with Palace. I, I expect them to be better than they are, but really the, the squad isn't that great. They've got Saka on loan, haven't they? Yeah. Well, I don't know how I don't know how good that is. Really, really good. I mean, for some reason, we live in a world where someone thinks it's okay for Dejan Lovren to be first choice central defender and <laughs> Mamadou Sacco to go on loan somewhere else. Honestly, you think you got it bad with Donald Trump? Oh, oh that's a. What? Do you want? Do you want you him? Huh? He might be good on defense. He builds great walls. You can have yes. him. He seems for large free. enough to fill it as well. <laughs> he's yours <laughs> I think he'll be good down the right wing <laughs> very right wing ba-boom um, well, Bournemouth yeah Bournemouth, do you know what I tweeted someone the other day that I think Bournemouth are going to go down go down go down down, down. Uh, like, like you say in the hood I'm always in <laughs> the hood mate. which hood is that guys uh, the, is that Northampton's hood <laughs> the, yeah, yes the, the Daventry Massive We've, we've got we've got a massive hood. Really. <laughs> Throw all the real hip people guys. Myself, I've been to Northampton. I used to live about I used to live about twenty miles from it. There is nothing hip about Northampton. <laughs> wow, I mean, it, I can say it, okay, I can I say mean, you can't. I tell you Ryan what is cool about it, there, listeners. So there is a cool thing about <laughs> Northampton. There, Ryan, I fixed it. The A14 to the south of it used to have those two timed speed cameras. It would mark your, it would mark how far oh, yes. you'd gone between it, which yep. works great unless you're a cyc- motorcyclist. Because of course you didn't have your number plate in the front, do you? So all these motorcyclists used to go through flicking their V's at the camera. <laughs> oh, no. So there you that go. That sounds like a Northampton thing to do. That's for sure. <laughs> that's a cool thing for Northampton. Um, dup, 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 dup. so what was I going to say? I was talking about Bournemouth. They are now. Where are they? 14th, uh, 26 points. They are seven clear of Crystal Palace in the relegation zone. I don't know. There is just something about the Callum Wilson's out for the rest of the season as well with his um, um, with his ligaments he did the other day. Poor Callum, because that's the second time he's done those, isn't it? They're winless in four at home, conceded 28 in 12 games. It's not looking good. No, I, I can see you somehow pull well. it out though. Some time, like I don't know. Well, you say that, but recently they've been really bottling their games like they had that one against Arsenal where they were three up and and they completely you know dropped the ball and just you know mess up so massively massively and since then they've they've been really on the downward spiral so you you might actually have a point there Chris to be fair oh thank you I don't I don't, I don't, no, I don't know You've had me coming on here for a year, so two down. years. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> it's about time I had one eventually. <laughs> Just a, one out of a hundred. Yeah. Um, I don't. I don't think they can. Again, it's, just, it's the same with Leicester. The teams around them, I don't think, are as bad as Bournemouth to, to make Bournemouth go down. But no. there's always a potential. What do you? Can you 
cheer Eddie Howe up then, Jesse? Are they going to stay up? Um, if he wants me to cheer him up, I will say yes. I do not believe that, though. So, Eddie, if you're listening, sure. Eddie, if you're listening and you want to come on one week, I can, I'm more than happy to kick Ryan off. Yeah, that'd be great. Right. <laughs> Uh, well, look, the reason, the reason he's getting a bit, uh, might be getting a bit twitchy is that Swansea beat Southampton 2-1 as well, didn't they? Um, yeah. Paul Clement, two league wins in three. And Gilfie Sigerson, who used to play for Tottenham Hotspur. That's why! Yay! Been, he's been involved in 14 goals this season for Swansea. He's a very consistent player. He's, he's one of those people I'd normally put into my fantasy team because he's usually involved in a majority of Swansea goals, mm. one way or another. He's and very also then consistent. you get to say his name, and that's just really fun. It's a Gerdson. <laughs> not as bad as... <laughs> well, you know how the Icelandic... <laughs> you, know, you all know how the Icelandics get their name, don't you? So his, his father's name is Sigurd? That's right. Yeah, and it's yeah. whatever it is on the end, yeah. And if he's got a sister, she'd be Sigurd's daughter. Love that. That's pretty cool, isn't it? It's a really <laughs> fun way of doing names, to be honest. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's very lazy, though. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Swansea got Jordan Ayew from Aston Villa uh, which someone I wish I'd have thought of this myself somebody said earlier on this week was an Ayew for an Ayew because they got rid of Andre didn't they oh, yeah. that's great <laughs> when you see tweets and you kick yourself thinking I wish I'd have thought of that wish I came up with that <laughs> look at all yeah. those retweets I could be getting right now <laughs> exactly um, I think I got a couple this week because Jordan I, did, I was doing the transfer deadline for the man on the post account and uh, Jordan yeah. Jordan much joined Reading on loan, and I said he's serious about outlandish brags failed to impress Shania Twain. I was very there's a pat on my back for that one. Yeah, I saw that one actually. <laughs> I did appreciate that. Um, Manana Gabbiadini's joined Southampton, hasn't he? Yes. Yes. Which I thought was I, I, that sort of was was that a late one on the end in the end because it had been rumoured throughout the day, but nothing really got said about it until the very end. It was quite late. I mean, he was only two million pounds less than Shane Hogan going to Aston Villa. Football's mad, isn't it? It is, isn't it? I mean, that and a gala, <clears throat> I just... Yeah, I can't deal with football sometimes. Yeah. Well, look, Swansea next are away at Manchester City, where they've lost on the last five visits to Etihad, and the beast has awoken, because they only went and beat West Ham 4-0 at the London Stadium. Jesse, did you know that um, Manchester City have scored more goals at the London Stadium in 2017 than West Ham? Oh, that makes me sad twice for twice. West Ham and for Man City because I don't want either one of those things to happen. Um, I, yeah. You want Manchester City to do well, don't you? No. Really? Why? Yeah. They're exciting. They're, forward, they're front four. Leroy Sarnix, Raheem Sterling, um, Gabby Jesus, and... Kevin? Kevin De Bruyne. Kevin? Oh. Kevin. Um, me, me and him are on first name basis from Kevin. when he was at Chelsea, you see. He's a Belgian as well. K to B. K D B. I I mean I'm it's fun to see Gabby Jesus come in and immediately have a great impact and then I remember that they're Man City and I don't want them to play well. Oh. Um it was a pretty stunning game though. Yeah. Um uh, Pep Guardiola, being a man, thought with his willy and dropped Claudio. <laughs> uh, he kept clean sheets, seemed to do okay, didn't he? And Aguero, Aguero <laughs> dropped, and he didn't look very happy, did he? No, and Aguero, according to an Argentinian newspaper, which who knows if this is real or not, is going to leave immediately. And go where? Um, either China or PSG, which are very two different things. Yeah, I'd rather go to PSG. Yeah, I, I, can't, <laughs> I can't really see him staying there. But I think I think he's on his way out. I mean, yeah. he's even said before at the end of his contract he was going to leave anyway. So that's, I don't know how that's going to work. But it, to be honest, when you look at Man City, when he doesn't play, they've actually been a little bit better. Yeah, which, would think. you have said that at the beginning of the season, though? No, no, no. no. Like Aguero, yeah. you'd always think Aguero is going to be the, the main man. Right. But, Recently, he, he's been almost a bit of a negative impact on the squad. Right. It's a little um, shocking how quickly that happened. Um, and I'm, I, I'd actually be curious to see what would happen if he did leave, regardless of where he goes, what, what kind of player he would be, whether he'd get back to form or not. Um, 
in the same article, it said that Mesut Ozil was going to go to PSG as well. So I don't know if mm. PSG was like, you know, paying the Argentinian newspaper to. Well, it's PSG. They've got they've got them. money. They need, to buy, they need to buy players for a lot of money, so that's too big. I don't know ones. where they're putting all of these. I mean, where are you going to put Ozil Aguero at PSG? Are they just they're going to have a totally offensive team? Well, there's yeah, a, pretty much. There was the thing earlier in the season, wasn't there, where Manchester City players were seen to be getting all together. So you've got that group of Aguero, Silva, Vincent Company, Yaya Torre, uh, Zabaleta. They're all getting old at the same time. So they're improving that at the front. Plus, you've got Ian Acho there already, who's got a good scoring record. And Jesse, you've got Marlos Moreno on loan, haven't you? True. True. So you just sort of have this plethora of, of players that you have to finally decide what to do with. Yeah. But really, is Company. Company seems like he is he going to make it past this season. I hope so. I hope so as well. But he's injured all the time. Mm. Yeah, he's very. It's very difficult for him. He's very injury prone at the moment. Marcus Moreno to Gabby Jesus next year would be good, way, wouldn't it? Yeah, I think that would be almost like an unstoppable duo. I it, it will definitely be interesting to see what they do. I think they're going to have a lot of decisions and changes to make. It's almost like they have two different teams at this point. Mm. Um, and West Ham next are away at Southampton, who were without Virgil van Dijk for three months. That's pretty much <gasps> the end of the season, isn't oh. it? That's really That's sad for him because so he, he's, he's been so good for them. Yeah. And his career has is, is sort of, you know, been really has picked up massively and he, he's made, he, he looked like he may have been going at the end of the season anyway potentially but maybe this three months might actually hold, hold that back a little and poor old Jose Font who leaves Southampton to sign for West Ham um, has to go back again yeah he, well, he, he didn't he didn't have a very good also. debut yeah bad debut yeah. for him <laughs> um, <clears throat> oh speaking of go- uh, um, the winless seven at Southampton and Fraser Force has not conceded in 333 minutes versus West Ham which I wrote down as a Grain Gooch minutes. Do you know? Do you remember that though, would you, Ryan? No. <laughs> <laughs> he scored 333 runs for England versus India once. Ah, okay, cool. Is that cricket? Yeah. That's a great name, Gooch. Graham Gooch. Gigi. <laughs> <laughs> How many games in America? is 333 minutes? How what, sorry? How many games is 333 minutes? I've got, I don't even have a math Jesus. <laughs> Ryan works in IT. He can help you with that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> five? Five. Okay. Is, that, is that a guess? Or is five that... games. Well, no, cause four, four games is 270 minutes. Mm. So I add another 90 on. And you pretty much right, get, here's the good thing. Even if, you, even if it's not five, I, I'm with you. I'll believe it. <laughs> well, but then the problem is the listeners, listeners then go, no, that's no, not right. It's something else. <laughs> well, look, speaking of going back, poor Jose Font, um, Ryan Christie... Anyone see him this week? No. Ryan Christie, uh, Celtic player, who once tweeted that Aberdeen was full of sheep shaggers. Guess where he's gone on loan? Oh, oh, I hope it's... (laughs) I'm guessing it's not PSG. He's gone to Aberdeen on loan. And guess who Aberdeen played the other day? Aberdeen played Celtic. So he had to go back again. Poor man. I was thinking, sort of thinking, is this a trick question? Is this some sort of massive, you know, child? He went to China and was a really random player or something. <laughs> no, he called him all that and he had to go. Um, right, that's the Premier League done. Afcon semi-finals, Afghan nation semi-finals. We've got uh, Burkina Faso drew one-one with Egypt. Egypt won four-three on penalties thanks to their forty-four-year-old goalkeeper. Yeah. <laughs> and the Burkina Faso goalkeeper missed a penalty, didn't he? Yeah, which always makes me sad. I feel like goalies should always make their penalty. You're a goalie. Like, yeah. Isn't that... Isn't that Goalies should always get the chance to score. I've taken two penalties in penalty shootouts, and I've missed them both. So oh. I am in no position to talk, and you feel absolutely <laughs> rotten afterwards. I mean, I only did it with my mates in a little league here, but, I mean, to do it for your country in the semi-finals of your yeah. continental championship must be something else. And Cameroon beat Ghana 2-0. Who saw the tweet from the Cameroon um, FA? Was that the shaming yes. tweet of yes, yeah? Do you see this? I didn't see this. No, what was this? Can you explain, Jesse? Um, it was the FA who who named all of the players who chose not to join the national team by name, wow. and because that's how I guess you name them. I just <laughs> that was silly. <laughs> you name them by naming them. <laughs> 
I teach children. Don't worry. Uh, the future, the future is bright. Um, and said that you will, um, Chris, how did he put it? That you'll never, you'll always have a chance to play. I think they said, um, when you, you, you will, exp- you've missed the chance to explain to your grandchildren about getting to an African nation semi-final because you wanted to be English at one nil. Right. Something along those lines in 140 characters. Yeah. Uh, which is quite to the point. Um, Championship this week, um, Huddersfield beat Bolton 3-1, no, Bolton, Brighton 3-1. Uh, Newcastle I know, my poor Seagulls. Your Seagulls? <laughs> well, Huddersfield, Seagulls. Huddersfield are managed by an American. I know, but um, Brighton had um, Goose Poget, and I have an Uruguayan ah, okay. loyalty. Yeah, well, yeah, but you know how he left them, though, don't you? I know, but I still have the shirt. Okay. It's my pajama top. <laughs> Why you got money invested <laughs> in it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Newcastle drew 2-2 with QPR Blackburn lost 2-1 to Leeds for a Pontus Janssen 89th minute winner so Brighton on top on 60 points Jesse uh, Newcastle second Yay! 59 uh, and then you've got Reading Leeds 55-54 Huddersfield 49 Derby uh, the other sheep shaggers on 46 <laughs> I feel bad for the sheep you guys this is terrible <laughs> um don't feel bad for the sheep well I don't know you must feel bad for the sheep well <laughs> Derby's nickname is the Rams there you yeah. go. And Leicester fans, where I'm from, Leicester, and Leicester fans always used to call them the sheep shaggers. Oh. So, which they used to take with great banter. You know that's something else rhymes with fox that works <laughs> for that. Um, weekend fixtures elsewhere in Europe. We've got uh, Dortmund in fourth versus Leipzig in second in the Bundesliga. Monaco in first versus Nice in second in France, both on 49 points. That's pretty cool. Um... Portugal, your Porto in second versus Sporting in third, and da, 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 Juve in first versus Inter in fourth in the Derby d'Italia in Serie A. I am very much yeah. looking forward to this one. This is going to be pretty good. Juve, um, was it 28 games they've won in a row or something at um, at, at home? It's crazy. But they haven't faced Mario Riccardi. Very good player. Yes, very good player he is. Um, oh, anyone see Inter win? No. No? no, I think no. Juventus are a bit too good for. Yeah. yeah. Maybe a draw, but I, I I can't see Inter winning. I would love to see Inter winning. I think it would be a fun shocker, but I don't. Juve just always win. Juve are <laughs> my favourite team in Serie. A. When it, when Channel Four was on telly in the nineties over here, um, that was the team of Zidane and everybody and yeah. Buffon and Del Piero. So I always used to watch Juve. Um, Inter. If you do a bit of Joe Root maths and take away the games uh, under Ronald de Boer, would have been de Boer would have been top of the league. Hmm. But you don't. You include them, so they're fourth. Other <laughs> <laughs> uh, such bits of news this week: Frank Lampard's retired. Ryan, it's right. a sad day. It's a sad day when that happened. Oh, oh I mean, to be honest, I looked at him when he went to Man City and scored against us, though. So. <laughs> New York legend, Jesse. Frank Lampard um, memory. What's that? Sorry. Do you have a favourite Frank Lampard memory? Oh, it's a tough one. I think it's uh, I think it's 2005 Bolton when we won the league, and he he won us the league. Um, I think he scored two against Bolton just because it was such a difference for me to to see Chelsea win the league. Mm. New York legend, of course, Jesse. I thought I saw him once on the High Line and and did some really fast following him around a bunch of tourists, <laughs> and then it was not him. So there's my Frank Lampard memory. Did you get a date? It's not as good as yours. <laughs> <laughs> I did not. You no, end up marrying this random stranger or something. I didn't. <laughs> so not Frank Lampard. No, next this, time. This could, I was going to say it could be the start of something beautiful. Um, I, oh, maybe that's how I'll meet my next... Uh, Arsenal. What a great story for the kids. Oh, you know, how did you me? Well, she was following me around thinking I was someone else. <laughs> day she thought I was somebody else. It's a classic New York romance. Yeah. Um, Ross McCormack said he never, ever uh, refused to climb over his fence. Did you see this? Ross McCormack and Steve Bruce having to go and fetch him? No, what? He said his fence was four foot six? What yes. was this right here? He said that uh, his car had broken. No, he said that his his electric gates had broken and he couldn't get right. his car out to go to training. Steve Bruce said, Steve Bruce actually went round there, climbed over the fence and knocked on his door and gave him a bollocking. <laughs> but Ross McCormack said he's actually, his 
he thought his fence was too big to climb. Um, and rather more seriously, Steve Bruce climbed over it. Steve but Bruce went Why over didn't he call a car or a friend or take a taxi or a subway? I'm assuming you guys have public transportation, yeah? So he can get out of the house. He can, yeah, he can get. He said he couldn't even get over the fence, even though. Steve oh, there's Bruce no other to. way out of his house except for over the fence. Yeah, there's and no electric gate. Secret tunnel. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Channel straight to train in. It's not Alcatraz. <laughs> Well, like a, can you not call like a locksmith or an electrician? Well, yeah, that would make sense, wouldn't it? But you know, right? Okay, correct. Right, Always. and he said his his fence is four foot six, which you know I'm not a tall person, but I am taller than four foot six, and I've climbed a couple fences and a couple trees, and I feel like I want to challenge him to a fence climbing competition. Can I do that? Yeah, if you want. I mean, to be honest, I can understand where he's coming from. You know, if I had to go to work and. <laughs> my, my, my way out of the house was broken. I'd be like, I can't come in today. Sorry. Right, but that's oh. your work. If your work was showing up for training, I feel like you'd show up. Not or you could sit on the sofa and watch Jeremy Kyle, or exactly. which is which is you know the Jerry Springer of, of our generation. <laughs> I'd rather do that. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, you got a game. I have. It's the return of the one that I did last week. Although I've, I've tried to be a lot sort of harsher this week because last week's was very very easy mm. and um, because of who we've got on as well I've included a few different players from around the world as well because she doesn't live in England we're going to include the other 300 countries in the world <laughs> 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 yes. oh, God, there's some best. South American players <laughs> there's England oh, and there's God. foreign there's two countries in the world <laughs> <laughs> well you know, you know what I said about the managers I mean oh. <laughs> Foreign managers, oh, ruining the game. <laughs> Brexit We're the Goodwin. worst. Bob Bradley. Um, okay. Oh, okay. definitely not. <laughs> so, uh, I've got a few different players to go through, and hopefully you don't get them right away this time. So, I'll go for the first one, although I can't, I don't know how to pronounce the first team that they're at. But Okay, it's... if it's bad to pronounce, I'm going to... Just guess the hard to pronounce team. Good. Okay, I have a strategy. Go. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> it's a Argentine club based in La Plata. Okay. Nice. So there you go. <laughs> so that's what they started off. Um, they then moved to Boca Juniors, uh, Sampdoria, Parma, Lazio, Manchester United, Chelsea, Inter on loan. Oh, and yeah. then he yeah. returned to this club that I can't pronounce. <laughs> Have a go. Estudiantes. <laughs> yes. Yay! I think I um, know this, Jesse. Okay. Do you? So it's a player that played. Yes. That's yes. his career path. I think I know who it is. I think I know also, actually, but I'm afraid Ooh. I'm going to get it wrong. Go on, then. Is it Veron? That's what I was going to say. Yeah, it is. <gasps> Whoa! Well done. Point each. Wow. I didn't know he played at Estudiantes. He's the, he's the president. Mm. El Presidente. Really? Yeah. How old is he now? Uh, I've got his Wikipedia page open. 41. Oh, okay. He's still playing, isn't oh. he? Because he donates his wages back to the club. Oh. Very nice of him, isn't it? Yeah. He was reminded me of Ali G a bit, Ryan. Uh, <laughs> I'll tell you what, that's actually quite... Yeah, I'm looking at his picture at the moment. That's quite... Um, yeah, now I want to look at this picture. Yeah. Juan Sebastian Veron came from United. What a terrible idea that was. <laughs> he was a hell of a player. He, just didn't he was anything. very good for it. Yeah, he was good. He was good. So the next one, there's not as many clubs. Um, and this one's... Well, I'd say it's probably a bit more of a famous player, but we'll see. Uh, started off at Boca Juniors... Then went to Barcelona, went to Villarreal on loan, then st- stayed at Villarreal after he'd finished at Barcelona, then went to Boca Juniors on loan, joined Boca Juniors on a permanent basis, and then joined Argentinos Juniors where he finished his career. I think I know, Jesse, do you? Ugh. I think he'll recall me. Oh. It is recall me. Is it? Oh, wow. Yeah. It is. 
Nice, nice job. Hey, we're Great on this, aren't we, Jesse? You're very good. Well, this is terrible for me because I, I, I was supposed to make it a little bit more difficult. At least, at least it's not like the first club and Mark last week. I said, I said the first club and he went, I know it is. What was yeah, the first definitely. club? It was like a I non-league club, but he's still got yeah, it. Yeah, it was like Kevin, I think it, the player was Kevin Phillips and I said where he came from. He was like, yeah, I know it is. I think it was just like everyone named Kevin is what I'm getting. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Next player is also a retired player. And started their career off at Norwich, then went to Blackburn. I think I know. Then, uh, really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. Went to Chelsea. Chelsea. Yeah. <gasps> then who, okay, where did he go to next? He scored one goal at Chelsea all yeah, bloody did. season. <laughs> and then did he go what? to yeah. Celtic? Yeah, he did. Uh-huh. Went next. And then he just sat in a TV studio looking grumpy. No, it was Saturday. <laughs> He went to Birmingham, went to Aston Villa, and then five years later played one game for Wrexham in 2012. Yeah, apparently so. Or Wrexham. So it's not even Wrexham, it's Wrexham. Where's Wrexham? I don't don't know. Wrexham. What's Wrexham? I don't know. Uh, Sutton made a surprise return to football with Ryman Division 1 Northside, Wrexham. Let's have a look. Where's that? Well, this was different to... <laughs> this is <laughs> this is important. It's based in the town of Wrexham, oh, about it's four miles northeast of Norwich. Norfolk, yeah, because he's from there, isn't he? Yeah. It's yes. Chris Sutton. It is Chris Sutton. I cannot believe it's you've done football. a quiz with Chris Sutton in the same group as Raquel May and no, no, Veron. I, what... I have also I thought, enjoyed I did eat you off the... <laughs> I thought Chris Sutton would be a bit of a difference to the other two. Could you imagine a team with Chris Sutton up front with Kelby and Veron behind? That, yeah. It's like it's probably watching, like watching a Cavani play. You know, so many chances but can't score anything. No, oh, Ryan, get back right now. She's going to kick your kick your ass over Skype. Oh. <laughs> Isn't Chris Sutton the Sutton that was also accused of all kinds of terrible things? Like, didn't he? Beat someone up, or wasn't there some? Probably. He, he looks like the type. To be honest. <laughs> Last liable that is. <laughs> allegedly looks like a type. Allegedly, allegedly. <laughs> of course. Um, okay. <laughs> Next player. Um, started off their career at Argentinos Juniors. This is a very Argentinian. Yeah, uh, uh, well, you know, I went. I tried Uruguay, to Argentina. It's all down that way. Yeah, it's oh, yeah, we're all the same. <laughs> it's all the same, right? Argentinos uh, went. Then went to Sunderland. Then went to Middlesbrough. Then Willow Pond, then what South is... South Shields, where they're still playing apparently. And did they score a forty-yard goal this week? That was on the BBC uh, website. It's not the same person, is it? Because that's kind of <laughs> by accident, by the way. I think I know this one, Jesse. Wait a second! I just have all kinds of questions about these weird things that you do. What is Willow Pond? <laughs> Although I do, I do know who this is just for just because of an article that I wrote because of Middlesbrough. Okay. I think I know who this is. Okay, is it, it is. Yeah. I, yeah. Oh, I know that for a total accident. What is Willow Pond? I, I'm trying to find it, and it's... I'm looking at his wiki page. Uh, Willow Pond FC, a second division pub side in the Sunderland Sunday League. Nice. There you go. That's apparently part of his senior career, according to Wikipedia. Three games. Pub yeah, three games, one goal. So did he did he score a stunner then? Or it was on the BBC website this week that he scored for about bad. forty yards out. He's uh, going to be one hundred and nine years old. Thirty-six. Oh, it's the same thing. Yeah. Hey, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! It's it's uh it's my birthday next week. I'm having issues. Oh, well, happy birthday for next week. <laughs> Thank you. Nice job, Arka. Okay, this is good. Okay, cool. Uh, it was his birthday this week. Oh, Philly's cumpleaños. Oh, look, it was it was his we birthday should... on Transfer oh, yeah. Day. It was. Oh, we there should send him something. Uh, I don't remember him ever playing central midfielder though. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay. next player. Um, two more. So it's this and one more afterwards. 
Um, so, retired player, uh, started their career off at Atletico Nacional, then went to River Plate, mm. then went to Aston Villa, then mm. New York Red Bulls, New York Bulls. Yep. Los Angeles Galaxy, yep. Chivas USA, and then Atletico Nacional again. I think I know who this is. Uh, Do you know this, Jesse? Is this JP? Could be. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, it is. Juan Pablo Angel. Yeah, I loved him. I have his autograph on it was my. Very good book. for Aston Villa, wasn't it? I remember him always being around. For Aston he, was, Villa. he was there for a long time. I don't think he scored loads of goals well, for them. Looking at it, 2001 to 2007, uh, when he was Aston Villa, 175 appearances, only 44 goals. But he just seemed oh. one, like one of those players that always seemed to be on the score sheet. I don't know. Yeah. Like, my faded memories, but it, he. He cost Always seemed lot. better than he. Nine point five million. Yeah. yeah. How old cool. is he now? Forty-one. And and still playing, yeah. No, he retired three years ago. I bet uh, he's really handsome. He was very handsome. There were a lot of uh, like JP is my angel banners. I remember. Oh, right really? <laughs> That's very clever <laughs> as well. Yeah. 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 We're very. Excellent. <laughs> 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 right, and then the last player we're going to go to Italy for this one there's a lot of Italian clubs here <laughs> uh, careerist so retired player started their career off at Medina or Medena uh, then to Empoli Fiorenzuola Zola. Oh God, we can't get God, this Jesus Christ they're all Italian clubs basically <laughs> Jesus. I don't speak Italian <laughs> This is like, my favourite one so far. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> so we're dying at Yeah. Lodigani. Treviso. Vicenza. Brescia. Palermo. Fiorentina. Bayern Munich. Oh. Roma on loan. Genoa. Juventus. Alnacir. Fiorentina, and then they ended their career at Verona. Block club. Uh, bloody hell. Yeah. This was my last minute curve one. Yeah. So, ended back in Italy? Yeah, ended at Verona. Yeah. With some time at Bayern. Yeah. Where was it before Bayern Munich? Fiorentina. So, Fiorentina, Bayern Munich. Then Roma on loan. And then Genoa. And then played... By the looks of it, a season at Juventus. 14 wow. games for Juventus in 2011 to 2012. Played for Bayern for three years. 60 appearances, 38 goals. Six, zero no and 38 goals? Yeah, 60 games for Bayern, 38 goals, yeah. Very prolific striker. Overall, his entire career, 586 oh, oh, games, oh, oh. 268 goals. Um, oh, Oh. oh, bugger, I can see him. Is it Luca, <laughs> is it Luca Tony? It is Luca Tony. Yes. yes. Well done. Very much uh, played played around sort of Italian lower league clubs for ages and then sort of just burst onto the scene and didn't stop scoring goals for in ages. In his last game, he scored a Penenka. I Did didn't know Luca Tony had played in that many teams. Yeah, you don't. I, I sort of. I know Luca Tony a lot, mainly from like football manager and stuff. But I, I don't. I didn't realise that he bounced around so much. Yeah. Well, listeners. Wow. Yeah, that, that's. There you go. I'm lighting a big fat cigar for that one, listeners. Um, <laughs> sitting back with my feet very smugly up. Well done. <laughs> um, right, that brings us to the end of this podcast. Uh, unfortunately, it's been very much good fun. Um, thank you, Ryan. Thank you, Jesse. Thank you. Thank you. Ryan, if they want to follow you on Twitter, how do they do that? My Twitter handle is at the Ryan Goodman. Okay, and Jesse, if they want to follow you, um, my Twitter is it handle handle sure is at <laughs> Jesse Loesch. <laughs> That's L O S C H. It is. Yes. Sorry, well, you... I can't pronounce things. All right, God. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm coming up with weird words. Honestly, <laughs> I think you're right. No, you're the IT person. I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Is it syntax or syntax? <laughs> oh, God, syntax. Did you know that Java is not just about coffee? 
Yes. It's a computer word. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's like Gandalf, aren't you? <laughs> um, I'm not sure if Ross and the guys are back this weekend. They did the uh, Room 101 podcast last week with things you're going to put into Room 101 football-wise. Um, it's always worth a listen to check that out because that's quite a good episode, that one is. Uh, you can... Download the World Football Index. Man on the Post is part of the World Football Index where you can download podcasts from uh, South America, North America, uh, Italy, Spain, Germany, Russia, Premier League, tactics, podcasts, everything. Anything you want to know about football, the World Football Index has it. So uh, that's at World Football I. Um, at Man on the Post is the Twitter account from Man on the Post. If you want to rate and review us and leave a lovely five-star review, uh, you can do that on iTunes. You can subscribe on iTunes um, so it falls automatically into your inbox every week. If you've got a lesser smartphone like Ryan, you can download us from Acast. Uh, and I think you pressed the follow button, don't you there, Ryan? I don't know. I've not. Yes, you yeah? do. So, yeah, you can also use other podcast services. To, to download them. <laughs> but you get those on your lesser smartphones, do you? Yes, my lesser smartphone can allow for that, yes. <laughs> Jesse, have you got an iPhone? I do. I have a, I have oh. a second-hand iPhone. See? Its name is Al Gore because it's green and square. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you, you've, you can use iTunes. You don't have to go to these other... Sort of I didn't thing. know there were others. Exactly. Mine, exactly. Oh, sorry. on the post download automatically. It's so great. I listen to you guys on the subway. Well, there you go. Uh, well, look, thank you so much, guys. Thank you. Thank you. And all that makes you said is, all keep your man on the post. Uh-huh.